Freshman year of college, we are both, you go to Penn, I go to Princeton. Yeah. We still remain in contact. Yes. Out of nowhere, I hear some news about David. <laughs> Rock my world. No, but <laughs> Rock my stuff. I hear some news about David. This David, who like I've described to you, has been my best friend since sixth grade. Yeah. I hear some news down the grapevine that I was, I didn't know what to believe. <laughs> I'm going with the flow, and thank you, Falaron. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Go With The Flow. Oh, I'm yeah. your host. <laughs> I'm your host, Falaron Okulaja. As you can see, my guest is already, he's already doing a lot. I'm excited. I'm geared up. My guest today is someone who is actually, I think you might be my longest friend. Because I first, again, I was... Lived in Nigeria for nine years, but moved kind of too early to be able to keep in touch with anyone. I still follow some people on Instagram here, and they're like, they're not really friends. But I'm, say. I'm the real one. Can you let me finish, yeah, please? Yeah. Thank Go for you. it. <laughs> and then I moved to North Carolina for two years. And then when I moved to New Jersey when I was 11, we met, I think, the first day when I started sixth grade there. And so I think you and Luke and anyone that I still keep in touch with like that, you qualify as my oldest friends. Yeah. So, welcome to the show, David. I'm so happy to be here. And I have to say, I admire your punctuality. <laughs> you are the first person to actually beat me to the studio, yep. which isn't something that I can say for most people. This is my third time recording in this studio. First two guests I had to... I actually... Oh, I lied. Because my roommates were my second episode, so I actually walked here with them. Okay, got So, it. I mean, they still didn't beat me to the studio. But anyway... I'm amazing. Yes, you're still... You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Do you want to tell the people how we met? Because we were talking about this last night. I actually don't even remember the yeah. first time we met, but it sounded like you might have a better idea. I think I might have an idea. Um, I don't know if it was the first day of sixth grade that we met. Well, not the first day, because I moved halfway through sixth grade. So my oh. first day of sixth That's grade what you were saying. at Thomas Grover Middle School. Got it. Yes. Well, Florin came from North Carolina. I did. I think he had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, was kind of trying to suss out who in like our middle school was like the cool kids. He like took his time, was always repping like a man you sure was athletic, taller than all of us. Um, and he took his time kind of going around each lunch table, seeing like who's who, who's the coolest. Um, <laughs> and it took him a while. To get to us, finally. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I forgot. You're, first of all, you're right. Sports jerseys. And actually, I used to do this on purpose. Jerseys are a good way. They're a good common interest that's yeah. going to be able to start a conversation. Even to this day, if I'm wearing like a Man U jersey, do whatever jersey I'm wearing, people will stop you on the street and talk to you, X, Y, and Z. And so I think that was a conscious thing. Where back in the day, I think my first day, I probably wore sports jerseys. Yeah. So yeah. You're I correct. also feel like it was a typical like 12-year-old little kids just love long socks looking, yeah. looking weird i mean i've always been a little bit better of a dresser than you have but like that that's what that's yeah. besides the point but also i remember what you said is also correct kiss again new kid in a new environment i can't just throw myself out there no to start start doing the most no i appreciated your approach i to step you a while but kind of assess who was around me yeah i remember the first table that i actually sat with no need to name any names but it was an interesting interesting well, yeah. group <laughs> I feel like I have an idea, but we don't have to name Yeah, we don't have to name names. So I sat with this one table first. I was like, hmm, not my vibe. 
kind of like you said, just kept scoping things yeah. out. And then eventually, 100%. eventually met our wonderful friend David over here. Yeah. And so, and it was like fate. Like, we were at the lunch table and like we grabbed a chicken tender at the same time. That's not, up that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's not it how it happened. Really nice. That's not happened. <laughs> but I guess since you just said the cool kids, what was it like to be a cool kid in middle school? Because David, <sighs> it was really tough being for, me. For context, he was the sixth grader hanging out with the seventh and eighth graders. As an eighth grader, he would be hanging out with the high schooler. So just tell us what it was like to be a, a cool kid. Because I could I could never relate. To this day, I'm just... You were a cool kid in middle I mean, school. I'm a cool kid. I would say. I'm, I'm, well, I was since you cool... started hanging out with me, I feel like that really, like... There you go. Ch changed my life. Well, I another level. He was a popular kid. That's the word I meant to use. But okay. Yeah. It was really tough being me in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tough. Um, I don't know why. I think I was just friends with all the athletes growing up. Um... And I think that's what led me into that group. I don't think it was anything like, like, I need to be the popular kid. I think it just, like, happened. <laughs> I mean, fair <laughs> enough. And that, so when we were in middle school, we played soccer together. Yeah. And not basketball. You were a little bit of a soccer star, which we'll get into later. Yeah. We'll get into high school. We'll get into college. You go in and play soccer in college very briefly. <laughs> <laughs> very briefly. Before... Before other things happen. But I think for me, one of the things that you were, uh, I appreciated about you was your house was very close to, yeah. <laughs> it was very close uh. to our school. So you were the, it was always your house that after school would close, we'd just like walk over there, hang out there. Yep. Many memories, many experiences hanging out there. Your parents were the best. Your siblings were the best. Riley, R.I.P. Riley. Escape bar mitzvahs. Escape bar mitzvah. Were you? Did you go to? Um, I'm not actually going to say his name, okay. but went to a bar mitzvah mm -hmm. near like the synagogue. Yeah, that is like two feet away from my house. Yeah, and honestly, a bad shitty thing to do. But <laughs> we just weren't having a great time, and we just hopped over the fence and went home. You know, I was not invited to that bar mitzvah because again, I, I was, was twelve. Okay, don't, I wasn't don't kill me. I wasn't cool or popular like you, so I was not invited to to said bar mitzvah. But Got I, it. I don't remember. Okay, that. Yeah, Beth Hyam, you know Beth Hyam. Yes, the one right next to your house. Yeah. But also another thing is, and I don't think I've ever even told you this. Our parents probably like met some point early on, and my <laughs> parents were like very strict about a lot of different things. Yeah. And so I think after they met your parents, they would let me like go to your house whenever they'd chill out. And so throughout middle and high school whenever i was trying to go out somewhere when my parents asked me where i'm going i would just say david's house. yeah <laughs> <laughs> even when i was not going to your house and yeah. so there's many times it got to the point where my parents were like you are going to david's house every day and i'm like you met his parents are great people that's one of my best friends like is that is that okay and so yeah and i maybe went to your place like two or three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you have but it was pool. great we went to grover like yeah convenience it makes sense. Yes. Maybe if we went to the movie theater or something, we could like pop over. Here. Exactly. But again, exactly. it was just but okay. twice. I only got to do twice. Fast forward to high school. Actually, no, even taking a step back. We're from Central Jersey. Yes. How would you describe the town that we're from? West Windsor, New Jersey. Like quintessential, like American, like just green grass, like picket fence vibes. I don't know. Picket fence vibes? Not picket fence vibes, but like very basic whitish town white well yeah whitish but like heavily also asian yeah exactly was, it's probably like equal mix i think asian, it, it was more asian actually yeah i think statistically it was yeah it was so that was good but um yeah don't you think it was like very like standard american town 
Yes. I mean, we've, yes, I agree. Like I only, all of our houses are like, at least in the neighborhoods, like there's five different types of houses and they're just layered around the neighborhood in like different ways. I think yeah. It was, I mean, it was different for me coming from North Carolina because North Carolina was way wider yeah. than West Windsor was. So West Windsor was definitely more diverse in that sense. I remember when you came to, uh, it was definitely in sixth grade when you came to Grover, you would always brag about how the malls in North Carolina were like so much better than New Jersey. And like, that's a, it's a decent flex in middle school, given how much we hang out at malls. Which they were like, South Point. just don't even understand. South Point Mall, that's the name of the mall. Much better mall. (laughs) They used to have jelly beans. It was a roller skating place. They used to have this bowling alley people went to. Which these things existed in West Windsor, but I don't think. But not a mall. Not, yeah, exactly. Not to the the extent that that we did. But okay, fast forward to high school. We remain good friends. Yes. Because junior year, David was like a soccer star throughout. And so you end up committing to... Penn. My uh, junior year of high school, I think in like February. And this triggered a lot of people in our town. Just (laughs) because... I wasn't viewed as like the smartest kid. (laughs) And our town was very driven, very smart. Um, So when I had committed to Penn... Caused a bit of an uproar, a little bit of a backlash, but I was still going. It's fine. I'm glad that you actually bring that up because that was similar for me. I mean, I didn't cost nearly, it wasn't an uproar, I would say, but I remember when I. I did cause an uproar. You did not I'm being dramatic. Yeah, no, no, but I, I did know, but I do know exactly where you're getting at because when I got into Princeton and I said that I was going to Princeton, one, I'd kept it very low key, like where I was applying. Yeah. Like it's not your fucking business where I'm applying to. Yeah. But when I said where I was going, you could just feel the vibes about yeah. some people being like, how did you get in? Are you even smart enough? Is it because of diversity? X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And you just like smile on your face and like, <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got nothing for you. We had a very, very smart grade, to be fair. I feel like we had so many just like really intelligent people. So I see. I see where they're coming from, but I also don't like... They don't know how much time we commit to other things outside of school that helped us get there, you know? In your case, soccer. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. I didn't really do that much. Well, you did like MUN. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were a peer leader. I was a peer leader. You were on like homecoming court. I was. If you were a peer leader in our high school, you got everything. For some reason, they just got the most, they thought they were a cult, like a defined cult. <laughs> Under the guise of being like responsible and I do remember, <laughs> whatever. I do remember you being very salty that I was on the homecoming court. I do remember that. Well, not because you were on it, but because it was all peer leaders. There was nothing specifically against peer leaders, by the way, for context. Yeah, tell me yeah, what, um, what is a peer leader, David? Yeah, a peer leader, I think you get nominated by your teachers or something like that. And then the students vote on. Do the students vote? Did I thought vote? it was. I don't remember. Sure. Or maybe the students nominate and then the teachers vote. Uh, either way. Keep going. Either way. Either way. These are supposed to be like symbolic of our, the best of the best of the grade, like most responsible, like academically driven, like going to get somewhere. And <laughs> he obviously fit all those cards. Very like outgoing as well. Um, but the second you land that, you know, coveted position, you are given everything in high school. Um, you're loved deeply by all of our teachers. And I feel like it's just like a like a gold star. You just walk around thinking you're the shit. And it's something. They go on this like little retreat, like junior year or whatever. Every, all it's, every, it's every year. Yeah. It's every and 
they go do that and then they come back and we're all like, okay, how was the retreat? And they're like, we can't say anything <laughs> about this retreat. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, um, I did, yeah. So we're like, okay, whatever, I'll, I'll let you have it. But I, I will say it's not as great as you make it out to be because on the flip side of that, you are under a microscope. Yeah, can't drink. You, well, exactly. They say well, you can't. They say you can't do all these different types of things. Yeah. The principal knows who you are. Teachers know who you are. And so there's this expectation of like perfection. So that was fucking annoying. Yeah. And then you have to meet with the freshmen once a week. Also not maybe the best use of my time. Teach yeah. them about drugs and alcohol, sexual education, all these types of things that we <laughs> shouldn't really be talking to them about. Oh, yeah, going but, to Grover. <laughs> What's up? Going to Grover. No, we that was a oh, you didn't that, was, that was that was something else. But yeah. this was like at South. We would have to meet with the first like peer group. We would do peer group. Yeah, yeah, Once a yeah. week, have to do all these different things yeah. that would just take up your time. That was so fun though. It was I mean not for you. Yeah. For like the freshmen. For the freshmen, yeah. It's like yeah. they from their perspective it was a lot more fun. So I wouldn't paint it out to be this thing where it was like all positives. I remember this one instance where <laughs> we I forget whose house, like, there was, like, a party at. There was this picture of me that, like, I'm not going to describe. And then the first thing on Monday morning, this freshman, like, runs up to me. They were like, are you, like, drinking in this picture? And I was like, maybe. Maybe. And what about about it? So that was not always very fun. There were times when, you know, people would, like, do stuff before going to the the football games. There was this one time, like, I was just very paranoid the entire time because I was like, I feel like Mr. Leppold is looking at me. All the different faculty administration. I just, yeah. it it wasn't as fun as you are making it out to be. No, no. I don't know if I was making it out as fun. I just I think you're just a little jealous that you weren't on homecoming court or a peer leader. But we No, I think I'm I think I'm past that by now. I'm past I'm past peer leader. I do you really even want to win homecoming king like in our town? You like, know what? Can I be perfect? Do you? Can I be perfectly honest? Can I be perfectly <laughs> honest? I wanted to win. <laughs> yeah, you were disappointed. I wanted to win. And you were. I, Who ended up winning? Somebody? Yeah. So I mean I, no I don't idea. I don't like saying names of people oh, okay, on yeah. here, but like I remember I'll tell you after. And there's that really funny picture of them announcing that he won. And then I'm like, somehow oh, you're like- somehow a camera <laughs> caught me looking right at it, looking very mad. And I would that was in me Insert. being that was in me being mad that I should find that picture. Actually. Yeah. I might find it like, oh please do. It's so good. Find it, add it in here. Um, that wasn't me being mad that this individual won. It was mad at the what I thought was not a genuine reaction to the victory, yeah. which went like whatever. No need to to get into people. <laughs> it was good. It was good. But okay. High school, commit to play at UPenn. Yes. We kind of, you know, ride out high school, stay in good friends. We have a little friend group. Yeah. We, although by the end of high school, I was kind of getting tired of people. Yeah. You were being, no, I'm paying, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably. Was, under, yeah. So West Windsor, it gets to a certain point where. I think you're just tired of the same normalcy that you've had. Yep. And you're looking for something different. You're on the verge of going to college. And so that was just the thing that I was looking forward to. To the point where, like, I didn't even go to high school. I didn't go to a senior prom. There were some other extenuating circumstances. But there was just a lot going on. Yeah, there was something going on. Where I was like, I was, well, my girlfriend at the time. We'd broken you just up. broke up. And then, no, and then we got back together. And then she was going with someone else. <laughs> and then I was like... Go with like, them. damn it. <laughs> Why do I not remember you not going to our senior prom? Um, I don't know. Maybe I just felt your vibes. I went to the actually, no, I went to the beach after, but I didn't even hang out with oh, y'all. Oh, okay, yeah. No, 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 I didn't hang out with y'all. No, but you went to the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. but, but like a very brief time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, God. Okay. <laughs> so sad. But okay, as I was saying, so fast forward a little bit more. 
Freshman year of college, we are both, you go to Penn, I go to Princeton. Yeah. We still remain in contact. Yes. Out of nowhere, I hear some news about David. <laughs> Rock my world. No, but <laughs> Rock my stuff. I hear some news about David. This David, who like I've described to you, has been my best friend since sixth grade. Yeah. I hear some news down the grapevine that I was, I didn't know what to believe. That I am a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yes, quite, yeah. quite frankly that. So I wanted to go back to that period in time. One, you're not that you have to like say your coming out story. No, if you want Whatever. To, if yeah. you want to, fine. But I'm just trying to explain it from my perspective where I've known you since sixth grade. He was always the guy getting all the girls. <laughs> this was David, the one, yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Getting all the girls. And so to fast forward to this point in time, from my point of view, I didn't know what to believe. Yeah. Obviously, I was going to love you regardless. Yeah, obviously. Wasn't going to judge you. <laughs> but it was definitely shocking news at the time. Absolutely. From your perspective, walk me through that point, telling people, and then kind of the, the progression after that. For sure. Um, so I think with like a lot of gay people, the second you go to college it's kind of like an obviously a new phase in your life you're meeting a bunch of new people making a bunch of new friends um and you feel like you kind of have this i don't know if it's freedom or just like a choice to like expand a little more of who you are from like your hometown or whatever um and given that i was on the soccer team i was in that exact scenario where i was making so many new friends and like really close friends um but also in like a super intense environment at the same time. So obviously training with the team, um, making new friends. And it felt like I, yet again, was just like hiding a part of myself to a bunch of new people in my life. Whereas I feel like when I was in growing up with you and in hometown, I was always surrounded by the same people. So kind of keeping that not necessarily a facade up, but like just not telling the truth of like who I really am to people um, was easier. And I think it just really got to me freshman year when I was meeting new people to say again. <laughs> um, and I entered a little phase of like spouted depression where I was like, oh my God, I can't be like fully who I am. I'm fucking playing so shitty at soccer right now because of it. Mental game is not A1. And you need that for college sports, a thousand percent. So I had just gotten to a point in that phase of my life where I was just kind of tired of like being so down, playing like shit, um, and just wanted to rip off the bandaid, honestly. Like I just had to do it just for my own sake and just for the people around me. I just feel like I'll be a better version of myself and like that'll help our dynamic and our relationships. So I started with my roommate in college, who was like my best friend, um, still my really good friend. Um, and I, I started with him. Oh, like telling him. Yes. Okay. okay. I was like, yeah. started what? <laughs> <laughs> so I started experimenting. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I like had come home drunk from at like 2 a.m. or something. We were chilling in our dorm room. And I was like, you want to take a guess, like, why I'm depressed? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the conversation got there. Um, and he just rambled a bunch of 
things and then would eventually be like, you're gay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, he got it. Like he guessed it. Yeah, he guessed it. I was like, people knew you think? No, he said it as a complete joke. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. And then when I said yes to him, he was like, what? <laughs> he was, he was shocked. I okay. must say very shocked. Um, and then I would go on to tell my family. They were all super chill about it, honestly. You have a great family. Great fam. Shout, great out, to fam. The, shout out to the Philbin. Go Philbin. Shout out to the Philbin. <laughs> great fam. Told all of them. And then I would go on to tell my team, like, the following spring. Um, you were still on Drunk the team. Were most still, of the time. Were you still on the team at that point? Yeah. Okay. I was still on the team. Um... Most of the times I would tell them I was like a little intoxicated. I would have some liquid courage just because like nobody thought I was gay. Also, Isaac, my roommate. Emphasis on nobody. Yeah. Um, Isaac helped me out a lot. He would like go and tell some members of my team. Um, so that I was grateful for because it's, it sucks at some point just being like, Okay, it's coming out to you. It's coming out to you. It's coming out to you. Like, and I don't love those like social media. I was just posts. about to make those a joke like, and say should have put on Instagram. Those are really questionable. <laughs> I just feel like it's so weird. Like, like I'm gay. I don't know. Although it does aid the process of letting people know. I think in my experience, I just wanted to tell the people I was closest with at the moment. And <laughs> spread like wildfire. I'm I'm just a little bit insulted because <laughs> as I've told the people, <clears throat> people you're closest to, but I didn't hear from you, but keep going. I don't even know who you heard from. I've told you many times who I, who I heard it from. Okay, well, I don't remember, nor do I know how that person knew because I feel like it wasn't that deep into like me telling people, but anywho. I should have been the first phone call. The first one? I should have been the first. Before your fan, no, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Or Isaac. Um, yeah. And then I think as I progressed out of that phase of coming out, which, like, st still, like, takes a long time, I think I thought soccer was just going to, like, flip a full switch and, like, now that I'm out and the team, like, fully accepts me and whatnot. Like, did they? Yeah. Good. Yeah, they did. Everyone was chill. Um, and I just felt like after that, I had thought that, like, okay, my mental game is going to be so much good now. Like, I'm around a group that accepts me, whatever. I hate that term. Um, and that wasn't the case. I was, like, still so in my head about things. Like, soccer used to be such, like, an escape for me. I was able to get into a zone where you're just playing, which is, like, any athlete's, like, sweet spot. You just want to be in that place where you're not thinking and you're so, just doing. Flow state, yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I could not get there. I was so, so in my head all the time. So mentally was just not there. And then that led to poor performance. Um, and it got to a point where, you know, I had just come out and I'm playing like shit. I'm like, I just want to be happy, honestly. And soccer is not doing it for me. Like I used to dread like going to practices and stuff like that. And it was a really just bad environment for me to be in, I guess, like post coming out. I don't know. I, I still don't like know the full fledged reason that I was just like in such a down place. Um, but I had just made the decision to finally quit and leave the team. And that was, I think, some point in my sophomore year. Um, and yeah, 
The rest is history. Did quitting the team give you the, or what do you think eventually led to you then becoming, getting to a better mental state? Do you think quitting the team was a big aspect of that? Was that all of it or what was able to lead you to? Well, what's so weird about our college experience is I had quit the team and then I think we had like spring break. My family went to Hawaii and then shut, like the country shut down because of COVID. So I stayed at home for like the next almost, I think, year, year and a half. Yeah, because you stayed at home when I was back on campus, I remember. Yeah, like our campus was shut down. They were just doing like, or like people were still living on campus and everything and doing online classes. But I was at home like vibing with my family, having a great time. And it was honestly just such a great great time. I I know COVID was pretty awful for some people, but for me, I was just like in a good place, like great routine with the fam. We were all getting along. And also ever since I came out, my relationship with my family has only grown like so much more. So it was all just really positive. And that's like honestly made my college experience so weird because of COVID. Like I was technically at school for a year and a half, and then at home for like a year, just doing online classes. And when, so you're saying that it was during the pandemic when you're finally able to get out of this depression that you would say you were in, or when? I think, think I was out of it before okay. that, definitely. But it's tough. It's not like a instant switch, you know, like coming out and then like having everyone's perception of you change. Um, I'm sorry for sniffling all the time. I'm sick. <laughs> you can't tell by my voice. Um, everyone's like perception of you changing. It's just a lot of adjustments. Were um, you were you scared that any of your friends would look at you differently and treat you differently? And did anyone treat you differently? No, nobody treated me differently. Like, while I did hide the fact that I was gay, like all of my I never, like, pretended to be somebody I was Like, my personality-wise. Like, I've, I feel like my personality has the been, personality like... personality hasn't really changed. No, it's, it's been, like, it's, pretty consistent. It's not yeah. like I was hiding, like, yeah. who I really was. I just said the fact that I, like, want to kiss a boy. <laughs> 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 and not you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, like, was kind of the biggest change i kind of forgot what we were talking about no i just asked for the story asked for when you quit the team did that kind of was that the biggest thing that got you out of that depression when did you eventually get out of it which i think you've answered all those different types of questions yeah do you see a world in which if you because i have one you were very good at soccer very good a great talent. <laughs> You're supposed to be our ticket to the MLS and then to Europe. I should be watching you in the Champions League final right now. Oh, good. Okay, that was, that was supposed to be you. Not that good. He was, no, you were, you were good. <laughs> you were good. And so I, I'm just curious about if there's a world in which you see maybe if you had come out earlier, then you would have still, you would have enjoyed the soccer experience more. Or was there a certain point where soccer just wasn't the thing that you wanted to do anymore and you were just trying to get out of that? <sighs> What's weird is I've joined a soccer league, like, in New York. And, like, I've been able to find so much joy in playing again. Sadly, I got injured. Dominate the competition. (laughs) It was great. It was great. It's like a gay league. It's just, like, fun to meet people and, like, play with them. Um, But I clearly have, like, a love 
for soccer and a joy. I don't know if coming out earlier would have changed the trajectory of how my college experience went. It might have, but I also don't know what my experience would be like coming out in high school. Um, Because I had other teams there. Like, who knows how that would have gone. It's just... It's just a lot of change, I guess, especially in high school. You think, like, that's your freaking bubble. That's, like, your world. Like, you're around the same people throughout your whole life. You're around your soccer team all the time. So you just never know. And I think I just felt more comfortable doing it in college. So I'm not sure, honestly. Okay, that's fair. But I do think often about, like, had I stuck it out? Like, could I have done something with soccer? Who knows? But... You know, try to think forward. <laughs> try to think on the positive. And I'm trying to even think back to our first conversation. Honestly, obviously didn't treat you any differently because, you know, I'm an ally. <laughs> and yeah. It's, yeah. Um, Such an ally. It's added a very it's a different dynamic to our friendship. One that I've appreciated. Yeah. Because you're not like the best single best wingman <laughs> that there's ever been oh, yeah, 100%. in the world. Yeah. You take David out. People are people are gonna like him more than they like you. <laughs> He's always the life of the party. Shirt always ends up coming off wherever <laughs> you, wherever you're going. So it's just been a nice little dynamic and a di- nice little dynamic change, or it was in our friendship and shift in perspective. Yeah, where I like that a lot. It wasn't like again for as someone who was very close to you, like I had no idea. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, opens your eyes. Like, oh, what, there's so much out there that's right in front of you that you really don't know. Yeah. So it's just, you know, a little bit more of a... No, absolutely. And I love doing it. Like, I just love bonding with, like, the hot females at the party. <laughs> and then, like, you're like, Florin. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, there's been some funny instances where you do a good job for me. I end up just... Yeah, botching it. <laughs> yeah. Destroying Can't your close. chances. Yeah. I, I do that to myself, but we're definitely not getting into Blame it. Blame it on the... Uh, uh, definitely uh, not, not getting into any of that. But okay, <laughs> now fast forward. Graduate college. Now in New York City. Yes. Coming up on about a year. I think Wow. I think I moved to the at least I moved to the city, I think, a year ago, like yesterday. Yeah. I moved after July 4th weekend. Um looking back at the last year, how would you assess overall time in New York? Regrets about coming here, just making new friends. Just what is that? It's been it's been good, honestly. Like my first six months working in New York, I was technically living in Hoboken with my sister and her husband because they had a second bedroom, loved their apartment, got the, like, amenities. Like, Hoboken's Hoboken's a good spot. Even shout, out, it, shout out Hoboken. Shout out Hoboken. Even though Hoboken it's got a shitty rep among Manhattanites, it's a good place. Um, so I was there for my first six months, and then I moved into my studio in Midtown-ish um, in December and I was so lucky with this deal. Um, love love living there. Love living alone. It's nice to not, like, answer to anyone. Just come home from work and just, like, chill. Put what you want on the TV. I've, like... There's pros and cons to being in a studio. I was just about to say. There's pros and cons. Like, to living alone and living in a studio. Sometimes pers- you want to chat shit, like, yeah. and just, like, I don't know. Go back and forth with a roommate. Like, if something annoying happened at work, like, you could just, like... Be like he's so fucking annoying. Um, so I don't have that, so I just talk to the wall. It's really fun. <laughs> it's super fun. Um, and 
Yeah. So that's been good. I think probably the most difficult thing about New York, and this is like very existential, like ever since moving here, it's not, it's less so about New York, but more so about like the reality of being an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like we're finally in this phase of life where there is no like next like milestone. Like I feel like it was middle school, high school, college, graduate. Now you're an adult. You have your whole life ahead of you. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it, which is freeing, but also like very daunting that we don't have like that next step that we could like, which is good to create your own goals and everything, but they're less like distinct. Um, So I think that reality, just like that life at this point is so what you make of it. Um, is a little daunting, but also good. Yeah, I agree with a lot. <laughs> no, I agree with a lot of things that you said. That last point you made, we've spo- I've spoken about on one of the last two episodes. Yeah. But again, there has been an endpoint at everything. Yeah. Now we're just where we are for who knows how long. Yeah. Hopefully, who knows how long. Rest of your life. We're going to be working. Exactly. Hopefully, retire early, do whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, yes, no one kind of, no, there's nothing to... Nothing to guide you. Not, well, not that there's nothing to guide you, but there's no thing where you're like right. shooting for and then you know something else is coming after. Yeah. You never know how long you've been in your job. You never know X, Y, and Z, how long you've been in New York. Yeah. So What you want to do. Yeah, like... exactly. I mean, honestly, I believe what we're, all, we're 23 years old. It's so early. None of us know what we want to do. No, fuck no. Nobody, like, it's, we're all figured, we're going with the flow. Everyone's wait. <sighs> figuring things out, figuring things, figuring things out <laughs> as we go. And there really is just, I mean, yeah, that's at the yeah. end of the day, that's it. People who, think that they do unless you're like i always say the only people who are like actually sure about what they want to do are people who have been like playing a sport their whole lives yeah like going pro they know they're going to do that yeah outside of that all of us are really just trying to figure things out yeah one day at a time for those of us who look like we might have things together yeah i'm going a day at a time yeah exactly. <laughs> like i don't know and i just gonna... think that's a healthy mindset like just not putting too much pressure on it yeah. but Acknowledging that is the case, um, you know. I believe things work out. How, things work out how they're supposed to. 100%. Obviously, you need to be proactive to some extent. Nothing's yeah. going to happen for you if you just sit on your ass. But things work out how they're supposed to. Exactly. But I think back to just really quick what you're saying about um, living by yourself, yeah. living in a studio. I think that's why for me I couldn't do. And again, last episode was, was with my roommates, and we talked about this extensively. I at least when I first moved to the city, I think this place could be lonely. Yeah. Sure. It's a massive, it's easy to feel lonely in such a big city. And I like that when I get back, there's two other people there. Yeah. We don't even have to talk every day. Some days I get home, I'm so tired. I just like, hey, hey, night, night. That's it. But they're there. There's that little bit of a connection, that little bit of an interaction where. Yeah, you're if, comforted by like their presence. Exactly. Less exactly. like you have to talk. Exactly. And, like, sometimes, sometimes we do sit on the couch, watch TV and talk. Sometimes I go right to my room. Yeah. But I know that they are out there if I do want to go and yeah. chat to them. Yeah. So I don't know when I'll be ready to go and live by myself. Um, but I love having roommates. And also, it's just a lot cheaper. Yeah. 100%. I get to split the YouTube TV with three people. I get to yeah. split the spectrum with three people. And sometimes it's nice when, you know, the toilet paper has been out for a while. <laughs> Everyone's been lazy. And then one day you come back in and it's just refilled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. <coughs> Those those little aspects of it are nice. 100%. When it comes to forming new relationships in New York City, how have you gone about doing that? Would you say you've done it mostly through high school friends, 
college friends, how would you say you've gone about being able to form new relationships? Because I do think it's important when you move here, it's very easy to just stay in your college bubble, yeah. which is why another reason I'm very thankful that I ended up living with people who I that didn't go to were, school with because yeah. that made it that much easier. Yeah. How have you gone about that process over the last year? <laughs> yeah, so I think when it comes to friends, I am like a way quality over quantity type guy. So like obviously I hang out with you, Gabby, and then like Ebony. Shout out to Gabby, by the way. Shout out Gabby. How did it take this song to give Gabby whoa, a shout whoa, whoa. out? Gabby is one of my best friends <sighs> from college who, funny enough, I met on the very first day of college. And now she's become very good friends with David and us three have become a nice little squad. Yeah. Went to Utah recently, which we'll get into three a little bit. Three musketeers. Three musketeers, but sorry, keep going. Um, shout out to Gabby. And then my best friend from home, Evneet, has like the best set of college friends that I'm so... Uh, blessed to know shout and him out, shout them out shout, shout out. out of neat shout out rachel shout out rack shout out Noah, shout out carolyn a lot of people beautiful um we love shout outs on the show because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like telling people that they're mentioned in an episode but not saying where so then you have to listen through the whole thing yeah yeah to figure out where so now yeah. you can tell them that they were shouted out on yeah the show. so just like great people and already that's like eight people and i was in a relationship for a while so like maintaining those few friendships along with being in a relationship, it was like, it was enough. I felt like I had a tough time balancing like work, life, and fun. And like, that's kind of all I needed. You were in a And I was, I'm content with that. Yeah. But I do think branching out wise, um, I have been like wanting to make gay friends in the city. And that's why I joined that soccer league. Oh, it's um, literally a gay soccer league. It's a gay soccer league. Oh, I thought you were just saying. Full of gays. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, and <laughs> we play every Thursday at Pier 40. Okay. I was five games in. We were 5-0, and oh, obviously. Are you just dominating the competition? Are you much better? I play defense okay. just so we can, like, work the ball up the field. Okay. Um, but that was, like, an amazing outlet. Loved my team. We'd like go out after games and whatnot. Fifth game in, some fucker goes at my ankle. So I sprain it and I'm out for the rest of the season. So that kind of like destroyed that vibe. But I'm definitely going to head back to that soccer league. It's super fun. Um, so that's kind of been an outlet to meeting new people. Um, because while I do love my straight people, going out with the straights all the time can be like, okay, what is my purpose here? Not what is my purpose. Like, I have a great time with you guys. Love dancing. But, like, just like you want to hook up with people, I want to hook up with people. And that's not <laughs> happening. Especially now that you're newly newly single. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, by the way. That's... Came over last night. We had a little, a little, a little, little heart to heart. A little heart to heart. <laughs> Me, you, Gabby. Watched a movie that I was not really a fan of. What was the name of that movie? Uh, Nocturnal Nocturnal Animals. Animals. I didn't hate it. Like, I was intrigued by it. But... Florin hasn't seen the menu yet, so I wanted him to. I wanted to rewatch that with him and Gabby because Gabby hadn't seen it either, and I think that would have been a great. But that could be our next movie. That could we could make movie not like a reoccurring thing. I'm but down. no, we were looking for a Gone Girl type vibe, so we literally asked yeah. Chat GPT to like <laughs> give us a movie like Gone Girl. It said Gone Girl on the Train. I said I've seen that. Phenomenal I, movie. I literally said another one, and then it said Nocturnal Animals. Yeah. So interesting movie. Movie or ending left me underwhelmed, but solid movie. Yeah, the ending was shit. But um, that's that's beside. I don't even remember how it got. I hate when movies make you figure it out. I'm like, just tell me. Yeah, if you have to Google a movie, if you if when you Google a movie, you see something that says ending explained. 
I don't. Fuck off. I need to be able to figure it out myself. Exactly. It's, it shouldn't be that complicated. Yeah, I did they, not sit two hours to not know what just happened. There was a random jump scare that happened for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Scared us for no reason. It was good, though. It kind of kept just, me awake. Yeah, for no reason. Um, But okay, anything you would have done differently about your last year in New York? Um, Anything I would have done differently? That's a tough question. I tend to ask good, good, tough questions. What I would have done differently? I think I need to call my family more. You know what you just reminded me of? You have to call your mom. My mom called me during the movie yesterday, <laughs> and I might have declined it. Oh, my God. I will call her right after this podcast. You're a dick. I apologize. What movie? Oh, during the movie during yesterday. During the movie yesterday. Got it. Last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I got to call them more. I feel like I've been failing at that. But also, they can call me. I, I it, Phone works both Communication ways. Communication works both ways. So at least I'm thinking about it. I'm not a terrible person, but mom, I will try to call you more. I love you. I that thank you for reminding me. Call call <laughs> call um, mother after yeah. episode. And maybe like FaceTime friends. Like since you can't see everyone so easily, maybe like you don't have to FaceTime me. No, I'm not <laughs> talking like, about you. I was like, don't, please don't FaceTime I'm me. I'm not FaceTiming. Do you I not, won't. I won't. Don't answer. you worry. And we see each other. Actually, we see each other way more now than we did in college, which is another yeah. great thing about New York City. Is people from every point of your life will move here. Yeah, I saw a girl from our high school on my block yesterday. I forgot her name, but I was like, I know you, high school. There's people from obviously college, and then you just meet that many more people. Yeah. So yes, um, I did love visiting Princeton, though. You did. You can. You were. Wild I had there. a riot every yeah. time. Oh yes, he did, and I will I made leave the most of my Princeton nights. He did <laughs> again. Emphasis on that, and we will not get into any type of details. But you were yeah. a wild boy. It's a lot. It was just. It was like, oh, where's David? Wake up the next morning. It was just so okay. fun partying in those giant like mansions. Eating like, club. shout out Princeton. Shout out the eating club. Yeah, they're a vibe. Best school in the country. They're very fun. Do reunions better than anybody else. Go Tigers. Yeah, I don't. Penn, I think, has a reunion, but I can't even put it up against Princeton's reunion. Have you been to re- You've been to reunions. Yeah, re- yeah. You've been to I've stuck in. Arenas was a few, what, like a month or two ago? It's just, ugh, it's special. Yeah. It's special. I just need to get a wristband from you next time. Yeah, I could get you in. It's not hard. Yeah, you better. Yeah, yeah. Um, But okay, as what we just mentioned, Gabby, mentioned that we've been friends for a very long time. Yeah. And we went on our first trip ever together, like... We're two, such adults. Two months ago, which again, that was also a cool thing where it's like, you know, we can pay. Yeah, for like our we got shit. money. We could, yeah, flight. we can afford. But we went to. But fucking Utah is the most expensive flight that there actually is. Utah was going to Salt Lake. But we went to Salt Lake City. <clears throat> I went skiing for the very first time. Yes. This, he's a pro. No, uh, not a pro. David's very good. You're good. Okay, you're good. I'm you're, decent. You're competent. I'm. Average, I'd say average. You're competent. This was literally my first time ever yeah. on a mountain, ever in skis. We got off the lift. I couldn't even get from, because it was like a little upward slope. I didn't even know how to walk in the skis to get from the ski lift to where you had to go to get up the mountain. I don't even have the terminology for this shit. Yeah. But I couldn't even do that. And It's his first time skiing, and we're in Park City, And we're in Park City. But I just want to take a moment to highlight that... You guys were maybe not the best of friends to me in this in the situation. Let me explain. Let me explain. So I don't know if anyone listening has ever been skiing. Most of you probably have. I see people skiing as someone who never had before. It seemed I'm not gonna it seemed easy. 
I'm an athletic dude. Yeah. I'm someone who truly believes I could do anything that I try to do. So I was like, this is going to be a piece of cake. And so you guys, you encourage me. You say, oh, I, oh, I had lessons in the second half of the day. You guys were like, oh, first half of the day, just go on the green. I was like, I want to push back here. I want to push back <laughs> okay. here. Okay. I had never been to Park City. So I have, I know it's like an insane mountain, but I don't know what a green at Park City looks like. Is a and green slash? Is, I hadn't been skiing in so long. I don't, I like forget, like, are greens easier? And I forget what it's like being but a beginner. Is a beginner. green not a green, not a green, not a green? No. Oh, okay. I, I, they vary, especially I like asked, east to west. I should vary. have asked clarifying questions, maybe. But but greens are green. I was like, I know green. There's blue. There's black. There's double I black. I personally there's double put black all down. the onus on bringing you up there can you, on Gabby. Can you let me finish my story? Shout out Gabby. Shout out Gabby. All again. your fault. Let me finish my story. <laughs> okay, go on. So <clears throat> I was like, oh, there's levels to this. There's green, blue, black, black diamond, double black, whatever. Like, I'm staying away from that hard stuff. I'm going to start at the green because my friend said I'll be okay on the green. Get up there. I can't even get to the ski lift. Shout out Phil. He literally has to pull me up. I look stupid as hell on that mountain. Get up the ski lift. They're like, okay, go. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll try to go. We do not just say go. Yeah. We're like pizza, Florin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like pizza french fry, which, first of all, <laughs> is not an easy thing to implement. And when you get going, it's kind of hard to stop. Skiing's fucking hard. Skiing's it, hard. It's an adjustment. Skiing hard. So the very first time I get up there, get up to the mountain, I'm like, okay, I could do this. After being pulled up the little slope to re get ready to go down, literally not even five feet in, I wiped the fuck out. <laughs> when I tell you that was the first, like, bad fall, I swore my ACL was gone. Because I twisted my knee. Oh, the first fall. First fall was a bad one. Could barely get the, get down the hill. To the point where, shout out Phil again, there's this video that we're not going to post. We might insert. We, we, we should insert. We, you think we should. We won't. <laughs> of I'm literally like a limp body. Phil's behind me. <laughs> and dra not dragging, but he's like skiing down the mountain. And I'm just like limp and flying down because I can't even get from the top to the bottom. Try to go up again a few times. I just keep wiping out, almost break every bone in my body. Yeah. I come back to work. I tell my, I, I tell coworkers, I tell people, that I'm like, oh, it was my first time skiing. I went on the green. They were like, why didn't you take lessons? Why not the bunny hill? You got bad friends. I was like, you know what? Maybe <laughs> I do have bad friends. So I just want to say, you guys set me up for failure. In um, retrospect, retro I'm sorry for bringing you to Hindsight is always 2020. Yes, it is. It is. But I also think Gabby. <laughs> I think Gabby, Gabby knew what that green entailed, and she said, "Form, we're going." So, Gabby, it's all you. And but I, yeah, I didn't know that you would hurt your knee to the extent you did. Had I known, I probably would have said, "Okay, let's not go on that again." Yeah, and then you took me back up there a few more times. I didn't. Everyone there. Every, I'm like one of three black guys on the mountain. They just see me like have this white guy behind, me, just like pulling me down. I'm like bad look for us. <laughs> it just wasn't that wasn't wasn't that good. Yeah. Although I will say, so I thought I hurt my knee pretty seriously. Like when we got back to to Gabby's. Place, oh my god, he was in such a pissy mood. He was so <laughs> annoying. He was like, I just. I like obviously I wasn't supposed to be on that green. Like now my knee hurts. Like I might not be able to ski for the rest of the weekend, and then. Uh, Elon gives you ibuprofen? Yeah. Benadryl? I don't know Something. what the fuck it is. Um, Florin wakes up in the morning with the best attitude ever. He's like, I already planned my lesson. Like, I'm heading out before you guys. Like, I'm going. I'm like, 
okay, did you have to be so dramatic? No, I was night? on the like, I was on the mound before you guys woke up. Yeah. I, I texted you guys. I'm like, just book my lessons. I'm gonna be on the mound. Yeah. And I will say, the thing about skiing is, one, it's expensive as fuck. So expensive. So I'm not gonna be trying to do that like every no whatever however many months. No. But I took two lessons. Got better. Yeah. Was more competent. There's a video I have on my Instagram of me going from the top to the bottom without falling. Yeah, I'm quite impressed by that because that was my second time on skis. So, and that that was a funny thing where people thought I had skied before and they're like, "You look bad." I'm like, "I know. Like this is my second time <laughs> skiing. I don't care that I look yeah. bad." Yeah. So I got the thrill and I get the I get the the appeal. Yeah. Because when I did go from top to bottom without falling, you're going fast. You feel good. Yeah. Wind is blowing. So that. I understood. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm in no hurry to get back out on a mountain. I like being on my two feet. It's fair. My instructor, he was like, I was struggling so badly. He was like, you ever thought about snowboarding? I was like, that's an insult. Thank you. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm, so, I'm so bad at this. But um, I think the th great thing about skiing is that like once you do make that mind and like body connection, like you don't lose it. Like you're like progress in those few days are not gone just because you don't ski in the next like whatever months oh really yeah interesting okay. i believe that okay i might not be true <laughs> you might just be making but that i up. think it's true yeah. i mean because i didn't skied in like three years prior to going to park city maybe two years or whatever and you were picked it right back you were fine. up you were fine. but i had also skied like a decent amount of times before that but everyone made it sound as easy as as easy as pizza french fry that was not that. No. Not very helpful. No, we're not instructors. And stopping. And we should have never been instructing. Yeah, you guys. Also, I wasn't. It was mainly Phil. Stopping was hard. Stopping's very hard. It got hard. to the point where turning. I didn't. Turning's hard. Turning. I didn't know how to stop, so I will just like yeah. sell out and just like follow. And turning in pizza just feels weird as well. So Yeah. And they would try to like turn, turn with the wedges. Yeah. It was just. But overall, though, fun trip. Very fun. Very, very fun trip. Very fun trip. Park City's fun. We had that one random night. Yeah, it was amazing. We met that group at the bar. We met this like group of like 12 girls who just turned out to be like some of the coolest Fuck girls you. I've ever met. And some of them live in New York. I don't know why I haven't hit any of them up. But great group of girls. We just got drunk, chatted about shit. Some of them were from New Jersey. Yes. I think, I think there was a mutual friend in the group. Yeah, one of them knew her Priya. Yeah, that's what it was. Um and yeah so great we had a great night great time partied it out great time great time <laughs> but i can't wait for many more trips that's it i know the friendship too. it's you get out a different dynamic when you grow up go on vacation together go on vacation. next we'll go somewhere warm um yes warm. we said texas we want to do texas yeah austin never been austin is wait which one's supposed to be the fun one austin, austin. Dallas, or houston austin austin okay yeah okay Hundred percent. Fair enough. Although low key, um, I just got Invisalign. You know this. Yeah. And they're not cheap. Oh really? So that have been that might have been my travel budget for the year. Shit. Yeah, but it's okay. Really? Next year? Not actually, but actually. Your teeth were never bad. My. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. Okay. <laughs> teeth were never bad. They were good. I never strive for good. Yeah. I always you want great. I strive for great. It's I fair. strive for perfect. It's so. Fair. Even if you're willing to drop your travel money. 
Yeah. So when people say, oh, your teeth were good, I'm like, they were good, but I never try to be good. Yeah. I you like, want to be like veneer level. I like to be great. So when I, you know, public figure one day, you know, yeah. when this podcast, when this podcast really... when it blows up and I'm smiling in front of everyone every day, like I need the teeth to be perfect. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of. When you adopt me as your co-host, like it's going to really You, I mean, me. this is, and I will say also, and I told you this beforehand, I was nervous for a few reasons. One, it's been a while since I recorded. Two, I know you so well. That I don't know if that just like put on pressure, yeah, to try to have a good episode. Yeah, some of the episodes that I've had with people that I spoke to for the first time have been amazing because like I prepped so in such a detailed fashion. Yeah, for you, I have I might have like the least words on a page like <laughs> had for anybody. So we really are just kind of like vibing and filling stuff out. Yeah, and so you were like, oh, if it goes so well, I could be your co-host. You're not gonna be my co-host. So right. <laughs> go with the. Hello, David. Exactly. <laughs> when you come up with it the just when you come up with the potential, I'll just be a reoccurring guest. You could be recurrent. If I have no, I'll one. be like the person in your pod that like people are eager to like come on again. I'll be like the homebody for the fair for fair. the podcast. Fair. Or if you're ever free, I'll just be like yeah, plop yourself on the couch. Yeah, let's. Chat. Or on the couch behind the camera. I don't need you taking up my camera time. <laughs> and you could have a mic and you could talk, but I don't know. I could, I don't. Mm. Well, I was nervous going into this as well because, because, I mean, this is my first podcast ever in life. And this is like a very official setup. It is very official. Like w way more official than I was anticipating. So, yeah. again, if you're going to do things, you got to do them right. No, this is great. This is phenomenal. Um, okay. We have 10, we don't have to do all 10 more minutes. Yeah. Um, the one recurring segment on the show, I have guests come with five songs that describe who they are as a person <laughs> i've been doing this since past like 20-ish episodes good segment helps you get to know a person i always leave it very open-ended yeah so you could take it in whatever direction that you want david what are your songs <laughs> and do say the song say why the reason why yeah don't just like list five okay my first song which is potentially my all-time favorite song is Midnight Train to Georgia. Okay, by Gladys, Gladys Knight. Knight. Gladys Knight. Gladys yep. Knight. Um, that, like, it just speaks to me. Like, I feel like I somewhat have an old soul living inside me. Okay. And that song just brings it out. Okay. I'm obsessed. I've showed you that song. You, I think you showed me that song. Right? Yeah. Think, yeah. So, phenomenal song. Love it. Great vibes. You should definitely listen to it. Um, second song is actually it's crazy you're wearing this shirt is free bird <gasps> by shout out oh. i always fuck up leonard, leonard, skinner. leonard skinner leonard skinner yeah leonard that's so skinner. funny yeah look at the shirt um that guitar solo is unmatched and I can agree. just like bring out like just the best feelings in you ever you just want to take on the world it's a you gotta move like the second you hear that guitar solo you're like fuck like let's get let's get groovy thank you um so yeah that's my second and then third <laughs> this is like my like pre-game party vibe david mm -hmm. um like a g6 <laughs> popping bottles i know the song you know? <laughs> i know the song i'm just obsessed with that I'm, song. I'm familiar okay that's okay I was love it i think anytime that song comes at, on a pre-game party like I'm there and I'm back. Interesting. Yeah. I did not, I would not have guessed that. I did not know that. I know it's pretty random. That is very random. Really random. I, for some reason, when I was thinking yesterday, I was like, that is the song. Okay. Um, okay. Fourth, 
is um, Behind These Hazel Eyes by Kelly Clarkson. Okay, never. Here I am, once again, I've turned. Do you know? I don't think You're crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, that is like my throwback, like angsty 2000s vibes. Okay, closet. And like I just mind. love, <laughs> I just love like 2000 throwbacks. And like there's obviously so much more than that song. But like if I was to perform karaoke, Behind These Hazel Eyes is probably what I would sing. Behind These Hazel Eyes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the last song. Shit, I thought I remembered. You got a couple one more? I think. Oh, oh so obvious. Um, it's Take a Bow by Rihanna. Because? Just because I feel like I just love Rihanna. But second off, like that's my like, okay, like little sad but like great throwback song that's just like timeless you look so dumb right now you know it's crazy i thought you would have said i'm coming out by diana ross (laughs) 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 i mean is that not would that not be a good one can we get that as a bonus no it's so bad it's it's a bad song you're stereotyping me. I am. I apologize. I apologize. No, okay. I know. I know. I don't. Yeah. This is we. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's much. We've been friends for what, like 13, 12 years at this point. Yeah. Thirteen. It's been a long time. It sure has. I don't think we can't really like offend each other. No. We get mad at each other all it'd the be, time. It'd be hard to offend. David is always trying to argue about some shit. I just like talking about the serious stuff. He, right? He's always trying to. He just tries. To I'm, I don't care what you ate for lunch. He's I don't try, give a fuck. He's Tell try, me. He's trying to force it in. Darkest. He tries to force in serious debates and conversations all the time. Oh sometimes, God! Sometimes it to drives a detriment. You, to a de- Yes, sometimes it drives you crazy. To a detriment. Sometimes, especially back in high school, I was on some weird. Shit. I don't think you you kind of still have that in you. Yeah, you still. But I'm more you. like grounded in my thoughts. Good for you. Before then, like... Good for you. I was just saying shit. But I'm saying all that to say, we've had all these conversations. We've known each other for a while. Yeah. I don't think there's much you could say that's like gonna... We don't offend each other. Never. We're just, you know... No. I'm not the type to get offended. I don't think you are either. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know why our friendship works so well. But I'm glad glad that it does. Me too. Thanks. Great! (laughs) (laughs) Thankful. Thankful for our friendship. Thankful for you. Me too. Happy you're not depressed anymore. Love you, love you. Although he never told me he was depressed. Again, that's where... <laughs> I didn't the- tell anyone. That's not a thing I like. I'm like, <laughs> I'm depressed. <laughs> didn't tell me he was depressed. Didn't tell me he was gay. Just didn't tell me anything. But he it's heard okay. heard through the grapevine. I hear, I hear everything through the grapevine. And I don't hold that against you. Please don't. Um, but yeah. Thank you for coming on Go With The Flow. I hope it met up to your expectations. This was amazing. I, I want to do it again. Okay, we'll this see. This was amazing. We'll see. I don't, I'm interested. I need to, I listen back to every episode. Yeah. And I'm curious. I don't know. In the moment, I, sometimes I finish recording. I'm like, that's a great episode. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel I don't like know. at the beginning of this, I came off as like maybe cocky. Yeah, no, I don't think we'll so. See, we'll I'm see. I'm just curious to, I'm just curious to see what I think about it listening back. But yeah, I'm excited um, to listen. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Do you have any, thank any, you for having me. Anything else you want to say to the people before? No, just before keep on keeping on. <laughs> Um, live, laugh, and love. There you go. <laughs> this has been another episode of Go With The Flow. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.